focus, you know, Will, is really about relying on the senior life system. We are so focused in and dialed in. Ron, Robert, um, they have put together a program that we all can follow. And as, as they like to say, if you lean on the system, life gets easier. So I like to tell people, you know, how do you want to be successful here? You have to be focused. You have to wake up the, each day with a plan. But guess what? Senior life has the plan. Yeah. You don't even have to create your plan. Fire. Fire. Oh. Welcome, Senior Life family, to another All Fired Up podcast. Today I'm joined by Dan Hoying. And Dan, how are we feeling today? I'm feeling awesome. You know, got up at uh, 5 a.m. this morning, took the flight down from Boston, you know, flew down with uh, Josh Riley, and uh, we're meeting our Hispanic team down here for a few days of recordings with you guys, yeah. meetings with Ron and Robert, and, you know, always, always a lot of fun when we come down here to Thomasville, awesome. Georgia. You know, get used to that heat, though, the first time you walk yeah. out of the car. <laughs> so. Oh, man. So, Dan, just for anybody that hasn't met you yet or heard your story, kind of tell us about how you got into the insurance space and got in with Senior Life. So I, um, I, I actually got my insurance license in 2010 and started in final expense as, you know, with a broker, okay. as a broker. Um, I should say I actually started with Bankers Life and Casualty, you know, um, yeah. was my first company and um, found out I was going to go broke there on a very low contract. Okay. So I quickly, you know, was very successful, but wasn't making a lot of money. Um, so, you know, I, I actually was traveling and met somebody who was doing final expense and um, I hooked up with them and I worked with... Uh, that group for the better part of five years um, built about a four and a half to five million dollar annual uh, all broker team. But we focused on final expense, a little, a little of a lot of other things. I'd always like to say a little annuities, okay. a little term. So I was a broker in the true sense of the word broker, um, and so you know, kind of got burned out on that space to be quite honestly, right. you know, because you know, you know, as as my upline would change from one carrier to the next and. The people would move, and then the people would change, to rewrite their policies, and you get a bunch of chargebacks. Right, and it really wasn't a fun space to be in. I, you know, I know, you know, Robert, you know, Shiver always said that, you know, a key, the key part of being a broker is that you're broke, and it, it was really <laughs> very true. Um, you know, people are always moving around, off riding on you. You know, they, you know, so so it was, you know, it was very interesting. I actually kind of had soured on the final expense business. Oh, yeah. And I had taken about a couple of years off and um, got back into consulting, which is what I had done most of my adult life. And um, so, again, you know, uh, one of my friends that, you know, had worked with me in the space, you know, said, hey, I'd like to get back into final expense. Would you help me? And he was a friend of my son's. And so I said, sure, love, you know. So let me see if I can find you somebody that's honorable. Right. And so... Um, so in the in the smallest of worlds, you know, this person did some emails. Um, long story short, he got appointed to somebody in North Carolina, but that person, uh, Josh Riley, was in New England and had exclusive rights to the territory, and so um, so that person got transferred to, to to Josh, and so he asked me if I would come up and meet with Josh, with him, and I am up, yeah, so to speak, yeah. and. Uh, Josh had just been with Senior Life for about a year at that point, maybe not even a, quite a whole year. Okay. But I was just totally impressed with his integrity, but I had had a commitment to uh, other things. Because as I'm sitting there thinking, I'm getting that itch to get back into the business. Right. And so I kind of finished out. I said, well, so I, I, you know, I told the person, and I actually led quite a few people to him, kind of agreed that I'd stay on the periphery a little bit, help him build, do some things, help you know, a group of guys who were going to help Josh. 
And uh, one thing led to the another, and you know, then I, you know, got reappointed. You know, right. you know, actually, this past February was my third full year with Senior Life. You know, in a official capacity. Nice. Well, congratulations. And, yeah, and uh, it's been uh, quite the ride. You know, um, you know, Josh. You know, Josh ultimately led me to Robert and Ron. And, and what I always like to tell people is, it's about integrity. Um, you know, when I came here, you know, when you've been burned out from a lot of the bad things that happen and, you know, in our industry, you know, uplines who steal your downlines, you know, you know, you build a territory, you know, to, you know, have your commission slash because you're making too much money. So your upline, you know, wants your money or right. carrier wants your money and people, you know, they'll write, you know, one day with one of our competitors and the next day, you know, two months later, they go rewrite it with another carrier so that they can get a fast buck. And, um, and what was really telling to me is, you know, in the five years I was in the industry, you know, I put up over $18 million in business and I had almost no renewals to show for it. Oh, wow. You know, and yeah. it was like, you know, as a group and even with my, you know, piece at the top, it should have been plenty of, you know, money right. coming in comparatively. And so I was talking to Josh and seeing what he had did in the industry and you talked to Robert and Ron and, you know, I mean, and so you know, I, I really got fully invested and, you know, I mean, and, you know, I think the first year Josh and I, you know, we kind of partnered together in a lot of ways and, you know, we still do, a, you know, you know, we still do a, you know, he's the senior partner and I'm right. the partner, but we really work hand in hand on so much of our business and, you know, and it's great, you know, as I've gotten to know the other, you know, partners and senior partners here at Senior Life, it's such a good, you know, family atmosphere. Um, that's what I really enjoy about Senior Life is, you know, hey, we can sit here all day and talk about what a great company we are as far right. as product, and we can talk about, you know, how competitive we are in the marketplace and how we have some of the best renewals in the business. But at the end of the day, if you don't work with people that have integrity, you don't stay. Right. And and you know, and as I, you know, as we were sitting down here, I was telling you, I said, you know, the key thing here is as we build our business, is to find people that appreciate that part of the business and build your core group around those people, and then you just keep expanding that out and expanding that out. I think uh, I think last year I averaged, I think the number 700, 750 recruits last year during the pandemic. Oh, wow. I think first year was 500. I think our third year here, we're probably at least at that number, if not close to it. And so, you know, you know the goal here is, you know, I... Uh, you know, for a short time there, you know, we held the record, you know, for the, the most recruits, you know, the 156. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like anything else here at Senior Life, records are meant to be broken. So no, now we're challenging there. ourselves to, you know, Every hit that day. record again. And I think that's what's crazy as I looked at our leaderboard, you know, it's like I remember, you know, three years ago, you know, looking at the leaderboard or, you know, we hit, we came to our first, you know, annual meeting and they're giving out the awards and, you know, we were like fifth or sixth and, you know, 2.5, you know, million or whatever it right. was. And nowadays that wouldn't even, you know, that doesn't even yeah, qualify no. you to get you in the top 20. I mean, we've got people writing, you know, a million dollars a month here, you know, yeah. and it, it's, so it's kind of insane as the company keeps growing. But what I've really appreciated about all this growth is that it, it has allowed us to still maintain our core value of that integrity yeah. and the familiarity of what we do here at Senior Life. And the bigger we get, I always love the fact that, you know, Ron and Robert, you know, you know, when you look at Ron and what he's been through and that he's out there on the plane, you know, traveling around the country, you right. know, anybody who's been paralyzed or partially paralyzed from the waist down, 
if he can do it, you know, we can too. And yeah. I, I love that saying. And but what I really think is the most important is as as the company has evolved the last couple of years, he listens. I remember sitting with him in a hotel room with one of our managers in Chicago, saying, "We need, you know, these are the things that we could do to improve." You know, and he yeah. asked our manager, and I'm sitting there saying, yeah, those are good ideas. And I'm thinking, you know, well, let's see what happens. And right. next thing I know, it's like, hey, we're implementing this, we're implementing that. And, you know, and I think as big as we're becoming and becoming, you know, one of the biggest behemoths in the industry, the fact that, you know, any agent, any manager can actually get time with the owner, the executive yeah. vice president of the company, it's just so great. Yeah, it's mind-blowing almost. It is mind-blowing. And, you know, and that's and so that's like us coming down here. We love to bring our team down here because every time somebody comes down here, you really feel the spirit. Yeah. And, and you know, and I think that's what's really been great. It's um, you know, for me, I think it's even more important is, you know, as as I'm 59 and you know going on 60, and I look at this and I say, I've got to, you know, I got another t 10 good years. You know, maybe 15, you know, I, you know, nowadays, you know, you get younger every eight, you know, <laughs> the older you get, the younger you seem. So, you know, what used to be, I'd be, you know, thought I'd be done at 60. Now I'm 70. I'm so energized by all the directions that we're going. It's That's like, awesome. you know, my wife's ready to, you know, retire, you know, and I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm nah, ready, I'm ready to ahead, ramp it up. Yeah. You know, I'm like, well, you know, you can enjoy the fruits of my, uh, our retirement, you right. know, you know, so I think that's one of the greatest parts of being here. Awesome. And so. You're definitely a shining example of somebody that's come from the broker model and why, you know, it's important or, you know, why it benefited you to come to, you know, a singular product. But what would kind of be some benefits of, say, someone just, you know, average Joe, you know, corporate job, nine to five? Like, what would be some of the benefits of them coming to this industry and this system? Well, I, I think is, you know, one of the things is, as I was thinking about this, you know, podcast today and. I think this is my third or fourth one, you know, over the years. And each time it's like, you know, you know, what can we talk about that's meaningful? And right. I was really thinking about, you know, one of the things is, you know, it's easy to go out in the insurance industry and find people who are unsatisfied at this carrier or that carrier. But there's so many people out there that, you know, I didn't grow up thinking I wanted to be a life insurance agent. As a right. matter of fact, <laughs> I remember to... You know, my mom probably won't listen. Hopefully she doesn't watch this on, on Facebook, <laughs> but I had an uncle who sold insurance for a while, and my dad didn't care for him uh, very okay. much, you know, trying to sell. And yeah. so, you know, you don't grow up thinking you want to be an insurance agent or a car salesman or, or whatever. You all, everybody has more glorious things. But then I, you know, but the insurance industry, you know, really provides so much, uh, you know, I kind of call it my four Fs. You know, I'll start with the, the first one, um, which is freedom. Okay. Um, you know, when you're locked in just the person who's working at the diner or punching the clock at the local factory or, you know, is a secretary in an office somewhere. I mean, you know, how much do you miss because you don't have time off? You know, maybe you can't attend a funeral of a friend that passed away or a mother of a friend, or maybe you can't make it to your kid's ball game right. because you can't get out at four o'clock. So the first thing I always like to tell people is, you know, if you could have a job where you could be free to set your hours, would that be important to you? And I, I'd say most people would probably say yes. It, you know, I think the majority of people. There are people out there that 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 like that. And then, um, and then I always like to say, you know, the next part of of this equation is, if you have the freedom, you know, what about flexibility? And I, and and what I mean by flexibility is, you know, I can wake up on a Monday 
And, you know, my buddy calls me and says, Dan, you know, if the weather's great, you want to go hit nine holes. And I can be flexible to do that. And so freedom and flexibility go hand in hand. But it also, what I like to refer to at senior life is a little different okay. with flexibility. At senior life, I can be a telesales agent mm-hmm. or I can be a field agent. Yes, sir. So why is flexibility play into freedom? Because I remember last summer, and I'll, I'll give a shout out to, to, to Jen, you know, Jen C., you know, one of yeah. our top agents. We were down at the annual meeting in, uh, in the pool down in, uh, in Cancun. And my wife and I are sitting there, and we're having our cocktail and sitting in the pool. And she says, what's Jen doing? And there's Jen in the pool with the headset on her head <laughs> and the laptop setting on the side. Mm-hmm. And she's making a sale. While and she's says, in the honey, pool and, uh, I, and what, in Cancun? And I said, honey, I said, she's, she's selling final expense. That's awesome. And she said, you're kidding me. So she kind of walks closer, and she's like, she walks back. She really is selling final expense. <laughs> and, and Jen made a sale from the pool. And I think that flexibility of, you know, you know, just recently, you know, my wife and I were kind of, you know, tired of the whole COVID and we, you know, was, you know, was finally, open, the world was opening up and we wanted to take a vacation and kind of last minute we took off and we went to Florida okay. and I, you know, we got a condo down in Florida or, you know, it was actually a vacation rental, whatever you want to call it, Marriott Club, whatever. And um, we spent the week and I was able to do my thing because I could be flexible because I could work from anywhere. Now, right. Elaine's a physical therapist, so she took time off. Yeah. So she was able to really enjoy. Yeah, and and I love the pool, but not all day. And, you know, she could sit there and read her book and sit by the pool in the sun all day. So I'm working in between. And still going and full steam ahead. And still going full steam ahead. So the flexibility that I could pivot from being in an office or being in a client's home and having the flexibility to work from anywhere in the company you know, in the country, yeah. anywhere in the world for that matter. We were yeah. in Cancun. And, you know, and, and what I was so proud of, and I will be honest, when COVID hit, I am probably one of the most positive individuals. And I remember that first month of COVID, that March, and, you know, and, you know, President Trump shut the country down. And, and I'm literally like, oh, you know what? Yeah. I am like, ready. Yeah. what am I going to do? I've got, I had all field agents. Oh, I had wow. all field okay. agents. Our, you know, my team was all field agents. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I've worked, you know, two plus years here to build this business. And then COVID. And we're like streaming up, you know, and we're going and COVID hits. And our team, you know, we had a little downturn in April and by May, our numbers were better than they were the previous We're making that switch. And we switched everybody on the team to telesales. Now we took hardcore field sales people and converted them. Yeah. And and it was eye-opening to me because I always cons- I consider myself a people person, so like sitting yeah. here with you is easy, but I think my personality plays better in person. Right, and so it was like yeah. I had to like change my whole mindset. It was like you know Mitch Connor likes to talk about mindset, and I was like, oh my gosh, it was like okay, the switch went on. I had to change my mindset. We are now a telesales company. I don't know how long <laughs> we're going to be a telesales company. And oh by the way, we can't date products out for thirty days. We're going fourteen days, and we just like it was just so seamless. Senior Life had been doing it for a decade. They had the systems in place, and it was just like, okay, we adapted, we improvised, we moved on, and the growth plan continued. And I think what it taught me was is that we can be very, very flexible here because you don't know what the world's going to happen. You don't know what your personal right. situation is going to happen. So think about if you're in a job and you're, 
45 years of age and your mother moves and father moves down to Florida and they get sick and they need help, but you can't go down and be with them because you're in a job. Well, here right. you could go down, take a job with us, and it doesn't matter where you're working. You know, what about the flexibility? Uh, I just was actually talking to one of my kids, uh, you know, one of, one of my kids, um, and, uh, you know, and his, his father actually works with us, and they were able to travel to his little league games, and his father was actually selling insurance you know, from the right. sidelines in the outfield while his kids was playing That's in an funny. amateur athletic union baseball. But he said, I got to see that moment. I would have missed that. He said he worked, um, I believe he worked at one of the large, you know, um, pharmacies and okay. had come to us. And so he said, I would have been there. I never would have saw that. And he said, but I was able to do it. And, um, you know, and then that brings me to the third F, which is, is focus. And um, focus you know, Will, is really about relying on the senior life system. We are so focused in and dialed in. Ron and Robert, um, they have put together a program that we all can follow. And as, as they like to say, if you lean on the system, life gets easier. So I like to tell people, you know, how do you want to be successful here? You have to be focused. You have to wake up each day with a plan. But guess what? Senior life has the plan. Yeah. You don't even have to create your plan. Now, you have the flexibility within the plan to pursue it in any way you like. Right. There's a couple different angles to attack it from. There's a couple different angles to attack it from. But the, the ability here is we have a focused system that allows you to unbelievably grow your business, and all you have to do is lean on it. And I'll give you an example. You know, Monday to Thursdays, they want you always say, you know, you, you know, you should be up in the morning and out at your first client at nine o'clock. And as Ron likes to say, work till dark 30, or, uh -huh. you know, as we like to say in the Northeast until, until it gets dusk out. Um, but you know, if you work Monday to Thursday and you put in the time and you lean on the system, it's almost impossible to fail because you're putting in the activity because the product sells itself. And I, and I think that's, what's amazing is, is that you're not, asked to cold call on people you're right. getting people that i call them warm leads yeah. um i like to call them requests for coverage i know it's probably not a popular term <laughs> but it's you know around here it's in your life but uh, you know people send in a request to get information about coverage and it's our agents who can go out they don't have to go you know you know walk down the street you don't have to sell family and friends it's not like you know, my uncle who would, my father would hide from at the family party because, you know, the insurance uh, agent's yeah, coming to sell. Yep. And so that's all about the focus here is you focus down, you drill down, and then you figure out what works. There's some people here that like telesales leads or some people here that like direct mail. We have, you know, social media leads. We have tele-leads. I mean, you know, so everybody can within the system find the level that they like. And then um, lastly, the fourth is the one I like the best, and I think <laughs> most of our people out there, when you're in a job, I think I saw the uh, you know the average wages you know depending on the parts of the country you're in can be anywhere from ten to twenty dollars an hour, and you know you know you know for you know non college graduated so to speak people, um, you know, and even the college graduates are barely making twenty five or thirty dollars an hour coming out of college, and I think the one thing about senior life is, it's you pick what you want to make and you reverse engineer in how much activity and how much, you know, 
leads that you need. Uh, you know, if, if you come to one of our Friday meetings with Josh and I, um, every week I always end with, you know, uh, leads plus activity equals sales. Right. And I like to tell people, new agents that are coming on board, that what that really means is your financial security. Because we never run out of leads. Right. Ever. We have agents, individual agents here at Senior Life that are getting checks for $40,000 a month, you know, 400000 a year. We have managers that make a million dollars a year. Tell me what you want to make, and I can follow. I'll you show to, you the steps. Yeah. I'll show you the steps. And, and I know people listen to this, and they say, ah, Dan, come on, you're kidding. It, it's so simple. It's, okay, you want to make, you know, $3,000. You need, you know, 25 or 30 leads. You need to put in this many hours a week. And if you put in this in, and so I always like, so about once every quarter we'll run, you know, what we call the reverse engineering. And I'll tell everybody who wants to call me up, how much money you don't want to make. And most people say, that's all I have to do to make $3,000 or $2,000? Right. It's like, it's not even like I'm asking them to go work 70 hours a week to right. make $100,000 a year. I'm asking you to just give us four good days, 10-hour days, and 100000 is is very doable here at Senior Life. And, and again, you kind of put those four Fs together, you know, flexibility, freedom, focus, to get the financial security you want. And that is what Senior Life, in a nutshell, is all about. And, yeah. and, 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 and so that's kind of how I like to lead my team. And, you know, and I really it's really trying to get that message out there to people who've never been an insurance agent and to think beyond, you know, oh my gosh, because senior life is so much more, you know, the joy. I mean, I sold, you know, I was never like at the levels that some of the people are here, but I wrote 200,000 a year for, you know, oh, wow. many years. Yeah. And, and I loved helping people. And I think that, you know, so what I tell people is if you have a, a kind heart, and you're willing to follow my four Fs, and you're willing to rely on our system, it's impossible to fail. The, you know, the only, you know, you know, there's no excuse for failure. Um, and, um, and, and the biggest challenge I have is the F I didn't include, which is fear. Okay. Because that's not part of the success. Right, program. right. That's the but, opposite. <laughs> but the, the fear factor is... What scares so many people away, I'm just, you know, it's afraid of something new. I'm afraid to make right. that leap. Yeah, and that, oh initi that initial jump, yeah, that's probably the biggest, you know, fear to overcome. It's, it's just getting started. It's the fear to overcome, the fear to, to, to make a change in your life. But, you know, but at the same token, I see so many people living in fear. They're fearful that they can't pay their bills. I mean, the housing prices in this country are escalating. Yeah. And they're looking at their job and saying, I'm never going to be able to do that. I can't put my kid into private school. You know, how am I going to pay my college tuition? And they're already living in fear. Yeah. They're living in fear that their paycheck isn't enough. Right. It's a constant fear. It's a constant fear. And here at Senior Life, we have no fear. You know, the only fear, what the fear is, fear itself. You yeah. Know, was a, you know, that was, you know, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. It is so applicable here because there is so much fear and trepidation in the lives of everyone in this country today 
about how can I pay my bills? How can I, how can I retire? You know, I met with an agent last week, Will, and he was in his late 50s, came to my office, and he's like, I don't have a retirement. I put my kids through college. Oh, wow. I, yeah. I, you know, he says, I thought when I was 58, I'd have several hundred thousand in the bank. My house paid off. Well, he says, now I've got three kids. You know, I paid for college. Right. My house isn't paid off because I've loaned money. And I'm sitting here going, I want to retire. And I said, it's not too late. I'll put you on a 10-year plan. How much do you want when you want to retire? <laughs> so you want a million dollars? This is what you need to do. And he's like, really? And this guy was kind of a, you know, a brassy kind of guy. And uh -huh. I was like, what are you afraid of? And the next day, he went out and rode with, with Joe, up in, in one of our managers up in the Northeast. They sold some policies together, and he's not looking back. You know, he was on That's our awesome. call last Friday, you know, setting appointments. And it's like, you know, he's, you know, he's making the leap. He's all in. And I think that's what this is all about is, you know, is to be very careful uh, that you, 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 you have a clear goal, a clear focus, and what you want to achieve. Yeah, that's awesome, Dan. Well, I mean, I really appreciate, you know, you coming down and talking to us and sharing all that. And um, I'd like to thank everybody at home as well. Um, please like, share, comment, subscribe, and look out for another All Fired Up next week. Let's go. <laughs> Sweet. Fire. 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 Oh.